0: Show me a beautiful evidence. day you no, have. No, a, I don't, no
1: even no dumb like. people say smart. Do it. I charity. can't. Now I Right now.
0: Fuck out of no. my safe i to give you a logical, has non-religious answer. A I'm a Mennonite. Dissertation of chalk talk. Play devil's advocate. <laughs> Welcome back. It's the 69th episode. Welcome to the 69th episode. It is the 69th episode. That is when you 69 while listening it to our is. episode.
1: That makes you're, me happy. You're very excited about it being the 69th episode, aren't Why you? Why
0: wouldn't I be? There's only one other number that would get me more excited.
1: What's that? Episode
0: 420.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> episode
0: 420, man. Fucking stoners, man. Weed's
1: not a drug. Weed's not
0: a drug. It's a lifestyle. It's an just, herb. It's like just tea. like Zen.
1: So it's not a drug. It's a fucking life enhancement. It's a plant.
0: You know, I want to talk about nicotine because I, and we'll, we'll probably talk about habits a lot because we've both been trying to fuck with our habits lately. I have given up vaping. I haven't hit a vape in six days. Congratulations. Now,
1: but <laughs> there is a caveat to that statement.
0: Yeah, there's two caveats. Number one, I do enjoy nicotine gum, which I am. Are you right, it right now? now? <laughs> yes, I am. But here's the thing about nicotine gum. You don't really get a Nick high, which kind of sucks, but it does reduce the craving. Caveat two, I do still smoke cigars because I'm fucking awesome. Is yeah, why.
1: three a day.
0: No. Because it's healthy that way. I, I have one every other day or less. I try to have two or three a week. I don't want to <laughs> go over that. Two or three is my sweet You're like, spot. Like
1: I make damn certain I have
0: three a week. <laughs> no, I wish. The weather's not good enough lately to be having it. I had to stop smoking my cigar mid cigar today to come inside. What's your inside. weather up there? Uh, it rained for like an hour, but it was on and off. Was it cold? No, it was sixties. It was oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. But I, you know, you can't. Sm- I guess you could smoke in the rain. I'd prefer not to smoke in the rain, personally speaking. Build a deck you know i almost bought a a smoking tent oh yeah yeah i almost bought a whole tent just to smoke in outside when it's windy and raining but i didn't because i'm not gonna go that crazy (laughs) i'm not gonna go that crazy i did oh
1: yeah i didn't fully understand what you meant at first yeah like they make now i see it
0: they make specific tents that
1: 150 dollar ozark trail tent from walmart (laughs) Uh, or i was gonna get like a fucking
0: oh what, what do you call them not a Pontiac. That's a car. A fucking um, a BMW. <laughs> no, they, you put it, it. It's got stilts and it's got a top. A beach house. No, they, you see them at like when you're at a festival, they sell them under these a things. Stork. It's not a bird. A circus performer. No, I forget the name. It's basically a tent with no walls. I was going to get one of those. To protect me from the elements. I know elements. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. There's a name for it, but I forget. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad I stopped vaping because I had a severe problem. <laughs> I had a very severe problem. Yeah. I was, you're
1: the, <laughs> the, it, the way you did
0: it, especially. Yeah. Just why? Wow. It felt so good because my mind's always going. So when I can introduce enough drugs into my brain to make it stop, That's, you know, that's why I got into weed. But the first day fucking sucked the worst. Yeah. Which people usually say days three through five are the worst, which I kind of agree with. (laughs) Because days three through five did suck. But here's why my first day (laughs) was the fucking worst. And why I I strongly recommend no one start a new habit this way. It's because I didn't know I was starting the habit that day. Because I had a vape. And it, it, you know, I knew it was running low, but I didn't know it was out. So I, you know, the next morning I got up, I made my coffee, I made my breakfast, sat down, turned on the TV and I went to hit my vape and I got one puff, just enough to edge me, just enough to like, tell me that I was about to have a nicotine buzz,
1: but you weren't going to get
0: it. And then it was gone. (laughs) And then I looked at my vape and it had leaked out the bottom.
1: Oh, so there
0: was like a small puddle of vape juice on the table and I was like, I guess I'm quitting nicotine today (laughs) and that fucking sucked. It sucked so bad. That was also the day I met my girlfriend's parents. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that was fun. You felt so good when you were there, dude, I was like a crackhead. I was going crazy. Luckily, you know, I got some nicotine gum, which really is a helpful thing when you're quitting nicotine. Nicotine gum helps so much, so wildly much. And is I, it really? Oh my god. Yes. As long as you're trying to quit, it's it's such a help. Cause it gives you just enough to relax. Cause my anxiety was just through the roof for like twenty four hours. Okay, I'm sold. <laughs> but but you gotta limit yourself. I have 20 yeah, pieces I can't pop yeah. all 20 a day? No. No. I had Where's my box? I think it How came with I 20. I not have to put in at once to get a buzz. <laughs> I haven't That's going to be now. my problem, fuck. I <laughs> got 20 pieces 6 days ago. I still have 10. So, I've been averaging 1 to 2 a day. There was one day I did 3 a day. But that had a very specific reason I'd like to talk about, which is neuroplasticity. Nicotine is known to increase neuroplasticity. So I had a test and I took it during my test to be like, it'll help me focus. That was a bad idea. I didn't do well. I didn't do well on that test. You didn't? No, I did terrible. That's funny. That's hilarious. so bad on the test, but she said that she's going to drop one of the exam grades. So I'm in the clear. I was so upset. To be fair, (laughs) here's another factor that played, is it was a fully free response test. So there were no multiple choice questions. And I didn't know that until about, I don't know, 15 minutes before the test started. I was under the impression it was all multiple choice, but I, I missed one day of this class. And I guess in that one day they went over that it is a fully multiple mm-hmm. or a fully free response. ochem test. And uh, you missed the class. Uh, there was one day I didn't go cause I was sick.
1: Oh yeah. forgot it was, you were sick there a while
0: back. Yeah. When I was, when I was sick at your house, when I came back, I missed that Monday cause I still felt like shit. So I didn't do like, I didn't fail the test, but I did not get a grade. I was happy about, so Mm. I wouldn't suggest taking nicotine gum during any big exams you have in your life. sadly, I thought I was going to be a representative of using nicotine during the most important parts of your uh, potential year, but I'm not, I'm not, Mm. it is great though. I love my Nic gum and uh, I don't overdo it. And I really like pickles right now. Because I'm also trying to do weight loss. Huh? Just get Ozempic. <laughs> dude, well, I'm fat. <laughs> I didn't realize how fat I got. You didn't tell me how fat I got. I don't, I don't really know if I've noticed.
1: Well, let but me. But just so you know, if you get too fat. Thank you. We can't be friends. like get. Dude, I'm you're, telling you. Yeah. Please control it. I, I don't even know if you're fat, but just don't get there.
0: Well, I'm going to pull up. Something that I used to record my weight on. And then I'll tell you what I was two days ago. And it is wild. So it is currently, I used to log my weight on here. And Thursday, March 30th, 2023, which was not my lowest weight. So I would say sometime in April of 2023, I was 195 pounds. Okay. Yeah. So from April, it's been 10 months. I gained 25 pounds.
1: I mean, I don't know. Is, is that a lot over that time? Probably.
0: I went from 195 to 225. Yeah, it's a decent bit. It's a D. De- it's a it's a good. I mean, it's enough that none of my shirts fit anymore. And I had to oh. go buy new shirts. Okay. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. I'm now an extra large shirt. Ooh, I don't I don't like that. I don't I'd like fucking, extra large. Yeah, I don't like it either. I don't like it either. So I, I I've been reading this book. I, I have brought this book up to you so many times since I've read it because my wonderful, beautiful girlfriend got it for me. Thank you, baby. It's uh <laughs> Thank you. Uh, It's a soundbite. There one day. uh, This is Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's a huge book. A lot of people know about the book. Uh, It's one of like the productivity specials. Like everyone in productivity knows about this book. But it really was great, and it helped me break my uh, vaping habit for the most part. Besides my nicotine gum and my cigars, which I refuse to give up my cigars because I spent. Way too much money on a wooden box to give them up now. (laughs) Anyways, I uh, yeah I stopped vaping and I'm trying to start. I'm trying to be healthy, and one my process in that was I had to torture myself a little to enjoy healthy foods, and to torture myself yesterday I only ate soylent. You know what soylent is. No. It is a meal replacement drink.
1: Oh, you're disgusting. The shit that you fucking do is absolutely just unnecessary. <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it is it was, like Let me eat ramen all day and eat a bucket of cream cheese on its side. Cottage cheese, whatever the fuck. Like, this is ridiculous
0: is it was made by a guy a wild man who i watched an interview of who was like i hate how humans have to take time and cook i just want to go so i made soylent it has all your nutrients conveniently in a bottle and all you have to do is drink this and you live that's his pitch. And he lived on it for like 30 days or something and said he never felt better. Well, let me tell you something. I lived a day off it, and I felt better every other day that I've ever lived in my entire life. <laughs> I felt so fucking terrible. I, first of all, it was only 960 calories. And I know you don't know anything about calories, but that is like, hold up. I bet I could find a good comparison. I bet you that day I ate less calories than, than is in one crunch wrap from Taco Bell. Here, Taco Bell. What's the thing you like? You like the grilled cheese burrito? Yeah. Grilled cheese burrito, calories. Let's see. Come on, come on. Okay, so there are 710 calories in a grilled cheese burrito. I had 980 calories for the day. I wanted to fucking kill myself. <laughs> but-
1: I feel like I've been eating less also, but I, but I don't know- Calorie amounts. Well, you're skinny. Maybe eventually I'll learn them. You're a little too. That's why I don't have to learn. That's why I don't have to worry about that stuff. I don't have to
0: be like, ooh, how many fucking carbohydrates are in this piece of sugar? Like, <laughs> Jesus. I don't fuck. <laughs> you know, I could go over uh, such a cool experiment <laughs> on how we know how many calories are in things, but I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, because uh, no one cares. Yeah, I'm but it, kidding. well, I'm just kidding. It involves but, a bomb. So. How you like them fucking apples, huh? Bombs, bitch. It's called a bomb calorimeter.
1: I I like bombs. I just don't like Oppenheimer.
0: Oppenheimer was so good. How many, (laughs) how many calories? You know you could probably calculate the amount of calories in the atomic bomb.
1: Yeah, you could. You could. (laughs) Using the book Atomic Habits.
0: (laughs) Yes. It's Atomic Habits. Shout out, James Clear. Go read it.
1: There was a moment when I was working an event like two or three weeks back for an it company that handles scalability infrastructure for software Mm -hmm. for fortune 500 companies. And I was having a discussion with some of the other audio engineers that I was working with and Oppenheimer came up
0: the best movie. It's, it's the movie that shaped the century and
1: thus far. Yeah. I was the only one that didn't like it.
0: Maybe you're wrong. Maybe it's a good movie.
1: Dude, I want to understand it. I just can't. You know it, who hates... It, it's not that I think it's a bad movie.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs>
1: I know it, it's a bad movie. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's, that was a joke. Uh, that was yeah, a joke. Yeah. But you know but who thinks Oppenheimer is a bad movie? I really, like, I really don't movie? like it. I don't think it's a bad movie. It might just be something I don't get. Yeah. But I did not like it. And and I will at some point... Rewatch it. Watch it, it again. Just to see, I will, yes, I will waste another three hours of my life on the most horrible edit job I've ever witnessed in IMAX. Uh, So unbelievable. But I will give it another chance, and I will hope desperately that maybe I just wasn't in the state of mind that I needed to be in to understand what the vision was going for. I think with enough distance, I can get over how horribly disappointing that was and try to go into it with a different mindset where I try to glean something else. Cause now, now I know that I'm not going in expecting whatever it was I was expecting when I first went, because it's not like, I think that all film now is shit. Like I still find things that I'm like blown away by and mostly TV shows. Yes, but I could talk movies too. Like talk parasite. Have you seen that? It's not anything supernatural. It's like a Korean Action or a career I' think I've heard about a uh, psychological thriller about this really low income family who basically tries to infiltrate this really rich family's household as like all their positions of like maintenance, basically, like their daughter's tutor and the maid at the house and the but or like the driver, the chauffeur but they try to get in their family into all these positions, and basically the whole movie illustrates. And then, yeah, then a bunch of crazy shit goes down afterwards because of all the the tensions that arise from that crazy movie. But it really illustrates like the class differences between low middle class and high upper class uh, Korean families. Mm -hmm. And it was very artistically shot. Like, that's a really good one. Also, The Menu, fucking awesome movie. Incredibly artistically shot. Also had a really good sense of symbolism and everything like that as well. So, yeah, no, there's still film that I think is really good. I yeah, just I'm didn't a, get Oppenheimer.
0: I uh, uh, Maybe well, I
1: will eventually though.
0: People that don't like Oppenheimer generally like to wear, you know, six rings at a time. Shout out Dom. <laughs> Dom, you got a ring problem, man. And I want to talk to you about it next time I see you, but it's too many. Okay. I have to tell you, it's just too many rings. Someone
1: has to say
0: it. (laughs) Someone has to say it. No one should be wearing more than a ring than one. One ring. Unless Unless, you have dirty hair. (laughs) Hmm. Like Hmm. some hippie woman and they're (laughs) all homemade. Like she's got one (laughs) made out of a vine that's old and rotted. (sighs) Fucking no, but I I, I like older movies. You know, there's an older movie I've really wanted to, to go and watch. Because I've heard so many. I do like old (laughs) shit, but listen, this um, movie—I haven't seen it, but I've heard such good reviews, and I really want to see it. I've heard it's one of the best movies of the 1900s, the night, the 20th century, and it's about (laughs) this—it's about this pastor that goes to Japan and he becomes a velociraptor. I wanted to do it straight-faced, but I couldn't do it. Shout out, Velocimaster. I can't wait to watch it. And also, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey Part 2, that came out. It's out. out. Yeah, yeah, I want to watch it so bad. You know what? Maybe that'll be the, the movie that gets me back into I can't believe we didn't
1: one. go watch it on
0: Valentine's <laughs> Day. I, I, fuck, I can't believe it either. How could we not? It's, it's Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Dude, it's so disappointing that we didn't. Maybe he gets Christopher in this one. I hope so. I almost said Christopher Nolan. That's a different person. <laughs> Isn't that Batman or something? No,
1: that's the guy who directed Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> that's right,
0: Chris Christian Bale's Batman.
1: Ooh, boy, we are nailing these tie-ins. Tie-ins, My man. Fucking god. Uh, okay, so back to nicotine. Wow. Yeah.
0: So back to nicotine. I uh, I I also
1: am gonna try to quit. And I think yeah maybe maybe this the uh, the nicotine gum would be a good way to do yeah. that.
0: They have gum. They have lozenges. Um, just don't go name brand. Name brand is absurdly expensive. How? What? How much? Uh, for Nicorette, which is like the nicotine gum, a pack was like $40. <gasps> yeah, I'm good. I don't need to quit. nicotine. Hey, <laughs> hey the, this right here. What is this? Fucking what brand? Equate <laughs> Walmart brand. Their nicotine gum it's four milligrams of nicotine per stick, cool mint flavor, 20 pieces with $7. So that wasn't too bad. Way better than 40. Um, but they Pardon. have lozenges, they have nasal sprays, and they have gum. And yeah. I heard from, I forget his name, but he's like a big uh, neuro guy in the YouTube community. He goes on all the shows. He's got a real square face and he talks about neuroplasticity and shit. Yeah, and uh, he was talking about it and he said the best way to do it is use nicotine gum for a couple weeks and then switch to nasal and then switch to lozenges. That way your brain doesn't form a habit of being like, OK, I take this and I get a reward because that's what a habit is, is uh, as as atomic habits explains, it's a cue like stress, which gives you a craving, which makes you do an action and you feel a reward. And that's all nicotine is. It's it's you know you get the cue of I fucking want nicotine. So you say, get a say craving. that one more time. So there's the cue, craving, response, and reward. So there's a cue for something that gives you a craving for something. Because of the craving, you do something, and because you do something, you get rewarded in some mm-hmm. way. So for nicotine, you know that's usually stress or anxiety or. Uh, lack of focus or something like that. And it gives you, once you start using nicotine, it gives you that craving for immediate relief. And then you respond to that by using nicotine and it releases dopamine in your brain and that's the reward. And it's a vicious, vicious drug that you get hooked on that's unlike any other drug I've ever tried. I mean, even in my depths of alcoholism, which was like a few months ago, <laughs> my depths <laughs> of alcoholism. When you remember I did sober October and I did fail with beer. I, I drank like two or three times, but nothing crazy. But I, I quit trying to give up nicotine on like day six. It's nicotine, such a powerful drug. It's so powerful because it's so good. But I think I'm in the clear because like the cravings are way less. You know, I, if I get a really bad craving, it's usually at night and I just pop a thing of nicotine gum and it's enough that it the cravings have gone down enough that I'm I'm trying to create different habits besides just nicotine. Um cuz something you and I have both done in the past, which we talked about, is we basically hit a rock bottom of sorts and then we try to fix everything in our life at once and it goes well for a week. And then yep. we, we, we relapsed on everything.
1: I was actually just about to talk about that because... Yeah. it Yeah, I thought that was a great conversation that we had that day. But yeah, so I was actually going to talk about that also because I thought that that conversation that we had was a really good one the other day. And we had talked about habits there for like an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, it was a great conversation.
1: It was. And, and we both reflected on the books that we've been reading about... Habits and effective thinking and the way to break down these complex tasks into simpler, smaller pieces that you can kind of take on one by one in order to, at least in the book I'm reading was talking about, like, building a fundamental understanding of the concept Mm -hmm. before you try to tackle specific details.
0: Yeah, getting, yeah, the overview. yeah. Yeah,
1: yep definitely because then you're not really having to think about implementing all of these different small things at once you're able to sit and focus on just one crucial task that you know is going to make impact i mean that could even tie into like pareto principle which is like you know focusing but, on the 20% of tasks that will make 80% yeah. of the difference or or some similar ratio but the key factor is that the simple smaller moves are usually the things that make bigger differences, the broad strokes, the fundamentals, the core concepts, those type of things. And with quitting habits, it is small things like that we talked about is uh, acknowledging failures, acknowledging successes, but both of those things, uh, small and large ones, Mm -hmm. acknowledging them being very important. Yeah. And and
0: Not being too hard on yourself, but not, you know, letting it keep happening. Because that builds its own habit of just letting you fail. And then you feel even worse about failing, but you're okay with it somehow.
1: (sighs) It's like this weekend. Well, actually, so speaking of some habits that I've been trying to change, I've been trying to sort of just develop a consistent routine so that I can take my mental state to both a healthier place but also one that is more productive and mature and responsible and focused and driven. So uh, there are so many things that I can implement in order to achieve that goal faster. And I've talked to you about how, you know, obviously I'm an impatient person generally. And I, I mean, sort of like I, I'm, I'm impatient about stupid shit. I feel like shit that I like long term goals. I'm pretty good at setting and just kind of like pacing them out and just dealing with it. But it's like it's stupid shit, like driving home from work.
0: And it just, I, I want to harp on your impatience real quick, because I yeah. do want to point out the first time the first real conversation of late. That we've had about, you know, habits and just, I guess, becoming a a better version of who you want to be. You, you were like, I just want to wake up tomorrow better.
1: That's, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm tying into is that I, like I was talking with you about how I just want to like hit a button and be more mature. Just like have my mind, just like something click in my mind where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm being like, you know, not objective or not mature or not responsible or something like that where i could just and and what i've come to understand is that there isn't any sort of thing where lots of that stuff just clicks into place all at once unless something crazy happens and otherwise you're kind of just working these small pieces off and this was my realization was that as you are sort of making this constant progress and focusing on these larger broad stroke goals, these other small things will just kind of bloom into fruition on their own. Mm -hmm. Just because you're pursuing this other objective that kind of exists synergistically with it. Like as you're pursuing being more responsible and being more focused and mature, these other things will just kind of fit into place as that happens as second nature. Like it just becomes an ingrained thing that you don't think about it's not a chore anymore. And, you know, I, that's a good thing. But yeah, I definitely do wish that I, I could find ways to speed it up. But fucking
0: me too, man. I, I wish I had that button. And, I, think, um, I
1: think the best way to speed it up is really just by constantly doing it. Like you really yeah. just have to make sure it's a constant practice. Like today, I was irritated after my court
0: for the speeding ticket, and oh, this isn't the court case where you found out that I fucked your mom. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is a different. <laughs> 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 yeah, your speed, your speeding uh, ticket. I forgot. I forgot what we were going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, you did go yeah. to court for it for going you know seven hundred miles an hour on a twenty-five or something. Yeah, yeah, and
1: I was irritated about the court costs just because I was like, eh, fucking money is Yeah,
0: they rack it up quick. There's no, there's no, there's uh, no, slyness about their, their money, money grabbing hands.
1: No, no. Um, yeah, no, the whole thing definitely netted me a pretty penny. So <laughs> the, so I got home and I was annoyed and I was just trying to, well, actually no. So after I left the courthouse, I went, I went to everyone's favorite place the DMV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's, yeah. dude, I love the DMV.
1: And then I guess, I guess how long I spent at the DMV? Two fucking hours. Yeah. You sitting. Know, hey, two uh, fucking hours. The next. It's okay. See, I'm getting mad. Yeah. And I don't care. There's no need to be mad. My next I'm birthday. I'm a better man
0: now. Can you host my next birthday party at the DMV? Can we, can we have a bash? <laughs> yeah, dude. Can we all get new driver's licenses? Yeah. Oh,
1: Yes. Apparently in Arizona, you get one driver's license that expires until when you're 65.
0: That's fucking awesome. You
1: don't have to fucking renew it. It just, it goes to your 65 and then you get a different one.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go quick tangent and we'll get right back. But this has exactly to do with expired licenses. Uh, when I was quitting nicotine, I, uh, started drinking heavily immediately (gasps) because not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) It it lasted. It was just those rough days. And I think it was the first day I quit nicotine. I had like, I was so full of anxiety and the nicotine gum was helping, but not curing. And I went to a gas station and I am 23 years old and I never get ID'd and I go there and I get two things of beer, two 24s and I go up and I place them on the desk and they're like, ID please. And I give them the ID and they're like, oh, we can't sell you beer. Your license is expired. I was like, I don't need to be able to drive to get beer. I need to be 21 to get beer. And I'm fucking, it's on the card. I'm 20, I'm 23. I don't look 21. Give me my beer. And they're like, yeah, we can't sell you beer because your license is expired. Fucking assholes. Anyways. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you enjoying this podcast? We fucking know you are. I'm sure they could enjoy it even more, though. (sighs) All right, you negative asshole. I'm sure our lovely audience could enjoy it more by checking out our Patreon page. Ah, yes.
1: Well, look at you, solving problems. We've got multiple tiers to choose
0: from, so there's not really any financial pressure. Thank you for that. And uh, whether it be early (laughs) access to episodes, bonus content, exclusive Patreon-only merch, or just listening to Ben and I ramble about the different types of orifices in the human body— our Patreon has a large variety of special content for very special people.
1: Plenty of rambling. And don't forget, you rambling asshole, that, that's far from all we're offering. We are creating video and audio comedy bits for TikTok and everything. Fuck TikTok. Fuck TikTok. Giving access to behind-the-scenes content and occasionally bringing on
0: the coolest
1: fucking guests ever
0: amongst many other things. To check all of this out, go to patreon.com slash the real devil's advocate podcast.
1: Again, that is patreon.com slash the real devil's advocate podcast. And maybe
0: Ben, if you weren't such a disgusting pothead, you would have remembered to say that not only do we have Patreon exclusive merch, but we also sell a shit ton of merch to our general audience on our website.
1: Yeah, no, maybe I should have remembered that because that is the best way that you can support us aside from subscribing to our Patreon. But you can check all of that out on our website, which is www.therealdevilsadvocatepodcast.com and find us on any of our social media platforms or streaming platforms with the tag The Real Devil's Advocate Podcast. And again,
0: that is https colon forward slash forward slash www.therealdevil.com s a d v o c a t e p o d c a s t dot com jesus autism yeah that
1: i, I don't get that either it makes no sense yeah I don't.
0: that's when you rob the store i should have i it's my least favorite gas station i always close their fucking laundromat six hours early. They've locked my clothes in their laundromat before they've refused to let me go in the laundromat before, like three hours before it closed. Anyways, you were annoyed and you got home.
1: Yeah. So I went to the DMV after and got charged out the ass to get my registration and title and tags and all that bullshit. So fun stuff. Yep. And so I got home and I was annoyed and It was definitely a struggle to sit there and just objectively think and tell myself, like, it's fine. Like, because really, why would you even be mad?
0: Yeah. Like, really, after, once you got home, your life was better. The guy
1: right in front of me paid the same amount. Yeah. He didn't bitch about it. Well, actually he, he kind of did. He was like, that's pretty (laughs) steep. He was like, it's only like 300 bucks in Arizona. That's how I learned about the Arizona thing.
0: But also just comparing yourself to who you were before you just went to court and who you were when you came home, you had, you, you have your stuff paid off now. There's no more like worry or anxiety about what's going to happen. Your DMV is taken care of like, that's one thing less off your plate.
1: Well, I officially live in North Carolina now nice nc license nc plates register to vote in north carolina
0: Trump. mp <laughs>
1: 2024 <laughs> make america great again again again
0: make great america great again <laughs> fucking great make it
1: make best america great best again <laughs> uh, but we're the best great america <laughs> we're the best great america again. we are the
0: best great america yee-haw motherfuckers this is the south <laughs> south will ride no we won't but uh, <laughs> i would like to let everyone know you know i am not a conservative i am a right-wing extremist so <laughs> <laughs>
1: but by all accounts we are
0: yeah by all accounts except that i really don't like trump although i you know it's it's fun to ponder the I idea i yeah,
1: I'm I'm full 180, dude. Full yeah, I'm,
0: 180, I'm
1: full on. You went I'm, from I'm a, a full on like hard. I'm a I'm a QAnon believer.
0: You went from <laughs> uh from a Facebook libtard to QAnon.
1: Yeah, I'm a Q boy now. Dude. I'm,
0: I'm eating them Q drops up. <laughs> Do you think Q uh, drops still happen? Is that still uh, a thing? I bet nah. it is. Nah, no, I bet maybe. It is. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's
1: some place that. Sure, there's multiple places. There's multiple queues now. He Trump spread his soul amongst the many, Trump <laughs> into the, the masses, Q.
0: to but spread his wisdom. You got about home. JFK
1: and Trump and all you, kinds
0: of lizard shit. <laughs> you got home. You were agitated, and then you were like, "Okay, there's no reason to really be agitated right now."
1: Yeah. You're, well, I was yeah. like, it, "It's just immature to to be pissed about it." Like, I, I mean, you can be annoyed. Yeah. I, I think that's fine. You but know? don't
0: let it affect your, your day.
1: Y- yeah. But it's like, I don't need to be sitting here like angry about this. Like I can just make a seltzer at home and like yeah. hit a dab pen. It's past noon and pop a in pouch. I was like, it'll be fine. I was like, I'm going to take my recycling out. I was like, get my house cleaned up, vacuum yeah. my floors. It's like, yeah, just keep the house clean. Like, so it's like stuff like that, keeping focused, acknowledging that like with the speeding ticket and stuff, it's like, you know, be more careful. It's just, there's there. It it can all serve as like a lesson or a reminder. Mm -hmm. I actually wrote, let me see. I actually have it written down because I don't know if you saw, I have the new Apple app, the journal app makes it really easy to journal. And I've never really done journaling because I'm like, "Eh." I, I've always written lots anyway because, you know, like the first creative tasks I was ever involved in was writing. Yeah. And so I never wanted to like journal because I was like, I already write, like, writing something I already do. Like if I wanted to journal, I would just write something else. While I've been thinking about therapy and the concept of self-improvement and being objective with yourself and taking really taking rigorous Self inventory of your habits and your actions and things like that. So I started journaling on this app just to, you know, we'll see how long it goes. At the very least, I can potentially use it as a way to just let thoughts out and kind of track mental progress over a course of time while I'm trying to nail down certain habits. Or if I'm stressed about something, I can, or pissed about something, I can use it as a way, uh, as a tool to overcome that logically, I mm-hmm. think. That's my that's my objective with it. We'll see how that actually pans out. So I'll update the podcast with that probably here in a few months and we'll see if this journaling exercise is worth anything. Cause I know it's going to be something that if I did go to therapy, they're going to suggest.
0: Yeah. I I and wish I could get into journaling. And- try it on that app. Just see
1: see what you think about it. Because it kind of gives you suggestions and prompts and stuff like that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't really sit there and type a lot. Like I'll just open up the journal and I'll per- turn the microphone on and I'll just kind of like spew out some thoughts. Yeah. Like what's what's irritating me right then? What do I think about that irritation? Like why is it there? How can I overcome it? Does it have any like validity and so, so stuff like that? I'll, I'll kind of try to ponder stuff like that. But it does give you prompts and things like that. Like it actually prompted me to write about the conversation you and I had on this exact topic that day. So I just, I was like, Oh fuck it. Yeah. I clicked on it and I wrote about our, our discussion and I wrote some very nice things
0: about you, Alex. Oh, thank you. Thank you, buddy. You're very welcome. Uh, yeah. I I'd like to get into journaling. It's something I've thought about a lot and I might try to build that habit at some point, but um, you know, like you said with the whole compounding or uh, not really trying to change the small things, but going towards a bigger goal that will kind of carry the small things with it. My yep. my book talks about that as a lot of people when they try to start new habits, they try to change the outcome. I think is how they phrase it, where people only are obsessed with changing a certain outcome, like hitting a certain weight goal, or yeah, you know, doing something very specific. And the best way to change a habit is try to change your, your identity as a whole and then do what the person you want to be would become. And so for example, with nicotine, it's not that I really care about stopping nicotine because I I do love nicotine, but I don't, I don't want to be dependent on things. I don't want to like ferociously need my nicotine or need beer. I want to have these things that I can just enjoy as a whole rather than being like, you know with nicotine or specifically with vaping, it was at a point where I just i and we talked about it so much I felt so terrible when I would do it and it was just just a a bad habit where it was just something I would do because I was bored and then I would feel like shit and then yeah I'd want it again and and I'd keep feeling like shit so it, it wasn't about breaking the nicotine but it was it was about changing that that person of who I am to be a person that doesn't need a certain thing to be okay doesn't need a physical you know object or a stimulant to to function on a daily basis and i don't know the identity that would lead me to want to journal unless it was just be someone that's more introspective as a whole so i'll, I'll, I'll try to keep figuring that out if i do want to start journaling but i i, I, I see the benefits of it you know and yeah uh, well
1: I'm, I'm trying to see the benefits of it because i don't I don't fully know what they will be that that's my whole reason for doing it is just to explore what benefits can even be reaped from it because I don't necessarily know other than more introspection, but that's something I already do anyway. And I'm just, I'm not certain fully yet. If writing about it is really the way to make it to amplify that, but Mm -hmm. we'll see, could be, it might help. I'll definitely let you know.
0: I will say one really cool thing about journaling is it's really it's it's interesting to either meet or see someone online or whatever who's been journaling for like 30 years and they can tell you what their journal was like 26 years ago on March 21st. You know, like uh, it was Rhett and Link, their podcast Ear Biscuits, where they kind of had that thing. They were going over their religious uh deconstruction i think they called it yeah cuz they were hardcore christians like hardcore hardcore in north carolina in the bible belt and they're no longer christian and they kind of because they were journaling they can look back now and see the progression of those journals and how their mind was shaping over those years and that was a really interesting thing to be able to listen to so i get it from that perspective it's it's very interesting to be able to especially like you know, if you have kids or something and you're like, Hey, when I was 21, you know, this is kind of what I was thinking. This was my thought process. This was how, this is how I was living in an unadulterated, uh, you know, not hiding anything straight blunt kind of way where it's like, I know what it's like to be 21. You know, I had these thoughts, I was addicted to this, or, uh, I had these bad habits I was trying to break and you can see it here and you can see me struggling with it. So don't feel alone. I think that's that's a really cool thing about journaling. And then uh, David Goggins has a, an interesting take on journaling where he uses it for motivation because someone asked him how to stay motivated. And he says specifically when it came to waking up, he would record himself and uh, you know talking about why he didn't want to get up and go for a run. And then he would listen to it five times and he was like, I can't be this much of a bitch. And I, I really enjoyed hearing him say that because I don't think I have the balls to do that. I don't think I have the balls to record myself when I have these uh, like immature kind of stupid little thoughts that stop me from doing things. I, I can't imagine listening back to them.
1: Oh, from my dude, own that mouth. That would
0: help me, I feel like. Oh, it would help me too, but I don't think I have the balls to do it. I don't think I can hear myself be like, well, I'm tired. I don't I don't want to get up today at 6.30 because I'm tired. I don't think I could listen to it because I'd be like, oh, this fuck... Like, it would. Ha- I'd have to get up. Yeah, exactly. That's good.
1: Yeah, I'm going to start doing that. Next time I come home from the DMV irritated like a little bitch, and I'm sitting there pissed, I'm just going to, like, record it.
0: Next time you get road rage...
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, see, I already, I already have like a mental image cause I've been able to see it externally from other people now. Yeah. And I can be like, oh yeah, that was me <laughs> slowly evolving though. You know, yeah. like, I, like it, that's not something, I mean, you know, Virginia drivers can still kind of get under my skin a little bit cause they yeah. do go pretty goddamn slow and they do. And you're just trapped. You're trapped unless you just unless you want to go crazy and drive off the side of the road to go around them, which I've seen people do. But
0: I think I think i both saw the same video. I saw a video very similar of someone just.
1: I've seen it in person. Oh, (laughs) on on your road many times. It's bad. Oh, it's bad.
0: People are insane
1: on on that road. I hate that road. It's scare me. It's not a great road. It's a uh, frightening road. It's. It's probably a smart thing that they reduced the speed limit on that road. Realistically. No. Because, you know, you had motherfuckers like me on it that were going 75.
0: I still go 70. You still- <laughs> I'm not going to stop. No one's stopping me. There, I've never seen a cop car ever. Except for that one time you got pulled over while okay, training another you know, driver. They were at the end that I rarely drive on.
1: Yeah. Plus, they were <laughs> a shitty employee. So
0: Yeah, fuck that employee. <laughs> Fucking Earth Moon. You know, I think I saw Marcus the other day, but I think it was him. I didn't say hi because I look like shit and I felt like shit. So I was like, no, <laughs> fucking, maybe another day. But I think I parked next to him.
1: But yeah, so I think that today's yeah. whole experience with the DMV and being able to look back at that for me kind of really just served as a reminder that I can control things. And those are the only things I need to focus on, really, is the mm-hmm. stuff that's within my actual bounds of control. Yeah, because what's what's
0: the point of getting absolutely absurdly pissed at shit you can't control?
1: Yeah, and it's just like, you know, you had to do it. It had to be done, and now yeah. it's done, and you can do other
0: things. Yeah, and it doesn't mean it doesn't suck, you know? I, uh, but you, you, take your moment to get annoyed at it, I think. I think you deserve, like, a moment to get mad or annoyed, but just don't let it fuck up your day, you know? Yeah,
1: that's that's probably the real key factor is not letting it influence the rest of your day
0: yeah but still have i think it's good to let you like let yourself have that that moment of pure emotion that way you put it behind you so you're not steaming on it for example i was walking on campus the other day and there was a woman and she was wearing leggings of some sort and they were so tight that i could see every crevice of her kneecap and something about that did royally piss me off to two and a half No, she was not. (laughs) She really wasn't. And I mean, she wasn't ugly, but like also imagine if shirts were so tight, you could see every crevice of a belly button. Like, it's just like, what are, why are we wearing clothes right now? Like, it can't be keeping you warm. It's cold outside and you have, you have tights on so tight. I could see, like, I could draw you naked and I'm a bad artist. (laughs) anyways that it, it really did like anger me in that moment but it didn't ruin my day it gave me something to laugh about in the car yeah yeah because like I, I can't even wear a shirt if if I can see my stomach poke out a little bit yeah I agree I can't either yeah if I feel like my clothes are too tight I you've also had to get bigger clothes I did recently. I did but guess what I did <laughs> I didn't refuse to upgrade my wardrobe I yeah, was true. like, you just I dealt with it. I have a horrific body <laughs> I get it, you know, and I don't want to ruin people's lives. I'm a hero. Like I'm gonna, I will. And now I'm working on my weight. So hopefully I'll be able to wear my old clothes at some point. But until that time, I'm not going to make little children in public cry is what's That's amazing. Yeah. I'm not going to do that It's evil. Dude, I got a compliment on my suit today. Oh, nice! Did when you get a tailored? This morning. Yeah. Does it does it fit like a glove? Oh.
1: It's. It, I mean, it's definitely the, the hands down the nicest suit I've ever had.
0: I would like to get a couple tailored, not suits, but maybe like button ups, because I do love a good button up.
1: I, I do need to get my button ups tailored, also. But I, I went and picked out some pretty good ones that are working just fine. So,
0: well, I my thing is I will get my button-ups tailored and my jeans tailored because I heard getting your jeans tailored can make them look 10, 10 times better by Tom Segura himself. Um, so I'm going to get button-ups and jeans tailored when I'm at a good weight. When I feel confident that I'm not going to scare little children with the outline of my mm. belly button.
1: Yeah. I want I want to start working out and mm-hmm. build a little more upper body strength before I get of my, my, my dress shirts tailored, I think. But... I am going to end up getting another suit probably next year, an even nicer one, and hopefully I can build up a little more upper body mass and strength prior to that so that I can not worry about stretching out tattoos and be able to get some athletic dress shirts that will Mm -hmm. fit a little better, and I might not have to do as much tailoring to them
0: when I do that. Athletic clothing is the best. It is. And I...
1: I love that people make athletic dress wear now.
0: Yeah. There was a guy like,
1: like all my dress pants are athletic dress pants. So it feels like I'm wearing like something stretchy that I can actually move around in and it's comfortable, but it looks just like a pair of
0: nice dress pants. Yeah. I had a, a guy I used to work with. He was an older gentleman and he was like one of the head honchos at the place. He was making a pretty buck a year. So he was always dressed pretty nice like like golf course nice, not suit yeah. nice. And there was one day he came in and I was like, "Damn, dude, those are some really nice pants." It was an odd observation, but I was like, "Those are fucking like great pants. What are they?" And I think he called them travel pants or something. But it was that same like athletic fit. Mm-hmm. We're like, this guy also did Brazilian jiu jitsu and CrossFit.
1: Oh yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah, but um, and he had a ge- geographical tongue or something. But anyways, he uh. He always looked fucking fire. So if I could get in shape, get some athletic, like n- not super fancy pants, but not jeans, and definitely not shorts, because I don't think shorts are ever okay.
1: <laughs> I I, don't, I really don't either. Yeah, <laughs> uh, unless you're at home, maybe, and you're super hot, and you basically have nothing else to wear.
0: Just that's yeah, you know, wear underwear. <laughs> that's what I do. I I yeah, live alone
1: though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, shorts in I mean public, I can do that.
1: I live here I can do whatever I want, I guess there Rope, are but naked instead of <laughs> in the kitchen,
0: <laughs> I guess there are nice shorts, like, I guess golf course shorts, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. but that's also the only place you should wear them,
1: yeah. i I yeah, really ever am. since I got the because I got like a casual kind of dress jacket and then I got my actual suit jacket. And ever since I got them all, I have been getting compliments non-fucking stop on the hat on the jacket on the the shirts and I'm like what the hell I'm like is this like this is what it took I I just had to go and get actual clothes real nice shit Yeah. And, and so now I'm like making it one of my goals like see I could go crazy on it I could go absolutely crazy on it and just start buying so many fucking clothes and researching all this shit about like nice dress wear and tie clips and just how to make your dress wear look as like polished and sleek as possible. And I know I, it could be something I could have a fixation on yeah. easily. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, so I'm intentionally choosing to not let that fixation happen because I do want to increase my knowledge, but I don't want to just go crazy on it and burn out. Yeah. Like it, it's something like I got enough shit for now. I'm pretty satisfied with it. I do want to find a nut one more pair of shoes that's like something midway between dress and casual that I can wear that looks a little better. That's also good for walking because I walk a lot. So once I find that, because the, unless, like my dress shoes cannot wear those to walk around a lot. Um, I either need to get a nicer pair of dress shoes I can wear for long distances of walking at work. Mm -hmm. or I need to find just a different pair of shoes altogether because my shoes right now look so fucking ugly. And if it's not the dress shoes, they are so ugly to wear. Like it looks so out of place with this really expensive suit that I'm wearing. So that's like my last step. But I think otherwise then going forward, I just kind of slowly want to expand into like some other colored suits, like some lighter shirts and have these coordinated Sets that I can wear to different settings and kind of still fit in. Um, I, I just don't want to be a, a boring white guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't be a boring white guy wearing like Walmart clothes.
0: <laughs> Thanks, bud. I'm wearing a Walmart jacket right now. Old hey, Navy a- shirt. <laughs> that old Navy shirt. <laughs> Extra large. You're the white guy. The, the white guy. I am. You're the whitest I guy I know, though. I me. am the whitest guy, you know. And you know what? I. I would love to start dressing nice, but I don't have a good reason because I would look stupid if I I wore
1: dude up there. That's the problem. When you dress like that up there, you're out of place. Like you stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And here, it's just like eh.
0: The best I can do the best I could do here is if like a button up and some khakis, some nice khakis. Maybe some oxfords with it. And that that'll yeah, look nice, definitely. So yeah. once once I get fit, once I lose, you know, forty pounds,
1: I don't know if you can quite use that as an excuse. I think you can still. There's way bigger people than you that still dress nice and look sleek. So I, mean, you I don't can know do if I look
0: sleek. I'm not fat shaming. I'm Tom not is bigger shaming. than you, huh?
1: Tom is bigger than you. I bet he looks good in a
0: suit. No, I bet he. I bet his BMI is better than mine. He's physically bigger than you. I don't think he is. There's no way. I don't, I really, I promise you, I think I have more percent fat than he does. I think he has, because he definitely has bigger muscles than me arm wise. (laughs) And there's a video of him getting a tailored suit by this really funny guy. I think. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Where like they slap his ass and (laughs) he's like, I've got him absolutely gift ropped. It's, it's a great video, but he looks like if you saw me quote unquote gift wrapped, be a bad gift, be a fucking scary gift. But with your, with your journey, you should get 1% better, which brings me back to my book on habits, which is kind of something we've, we've talked about without talking about, which is while you're, uh, while you're doing these things, you know, while you're pursuing these identities, and with it comes these small little habits that eventually become a minute part of your day that you don't even think about. Uh, it's it's just about getting one percent better a day. And in this book, they have a little bit of math, which is really simple math, which is uh, three hundred. I think it's uh, it's 0.99 to the power of three sixty five, which would be ninety nine percent, which is losing one percent a day. Of who you are and then they have 1.01 to the power of 365, which is equivalent of gaining one percent a day, with com- like compounding interest on yourself, basically. And if you lose one percent of yourself a day, you basically bottom out to zero percent of who you are. I think it's actually like .02 percent of who you were at the beginning of the year. And if you gain one percent, you become 30 t- 37 times better. Than who you were at the beginning of the year for that one one percent compounding interest, Um, of course it's not money, but it's just on, uh, you you know that becoming that identity, becoming one percent better. You're thirty seven times better at the end of the year, which is no joke. Thirty seven times better is fucking a lot. And uh, take that with your suit, you know, just or or dressing nice. It's just one percent a day. You already have a good fit. Perfect that fit. Add the shoes at some point, you know. And as you go along, you'll yeah, it's like and then slowly pick up new things. Yeah, and then slowly, like it'd
1: be like one day i would be like, okay, time to get a blue, a blue suit. Look yeah. at that, and then a different pair of shoes, like a brown. And I have a brown, then, but a, a nicer one. But you know, it's just slowly do stuff like that. When I see, you know, some other shirts, like just regular shirts that are. Different co- Like, I'm just trying to expand my wardrobe into all yeah. very nice stuff that looks good, feels good, and I can wear in public and not feel like a fucking bum, like, super out of place and shit.
0: Yeah, and in a year, you'll have an entire wardrobe that, like, fits you. You like everything that you own. You feel comfortable in it. It's your clothes. It, it becomes part of your identity. It's you. Rather than if you just went all out now, you would probably end up buying some stuff that you kind of like, but you don't love just because you're trying to get that fixation in. You're trying to get it all now, so you'll settle for slightly less. And then you're changing your entire identity at once. And it's just weird. It feels awkward. It feels like you're playing a character rather than developing a personality.
1: Yeah. Like I feel like so far I've incorporated it very naturally. Like it's, it's just kind of slowly been happening. And then the fact that I'm getting so many compliments all the time about it has actually has really helped. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah. Right decision, right decision. I'm like, I'm on the right path. I need to like, but but I, I want some stuff that's not all black. Because yeah, because I work in a lot of situations where I feel like I could pull off something. That's not all black. Like I feel like it would fit into that environment. Well,
0: yeah, you um, don't want to look like you're at a funeral 24 seven. Yeah.
1: I mean, for my job, always all black it, engineers. We always all wear black, all black. That's kind of basically a rule. Um, but it's not, ni- it's nice to have some, but, but, but I am. Oomph. Yeah. I do kind of have like some gray stuff that I'm trying to wear also. Just to kind of slowly start bringing that into the mix bringing some non-black stuff into the mix and then add some tans or blues and stuff in as well but it because all of it is definitely something i could just go insane on a fixation with but i need to focus on just incorporating those things slowly but surely into my personality and into my habits and routine and the way i think about things because yeah like maybe we talked about at the very beginning here is that I'm not really trying to change specific habits so much as I'm trying to change my entire mentality and my entire lifestyle and outlook on things as well. But the only way to get there is by establishing that very solid foundation of, of ingraining all of these other actions and habits and ideas as, foundational core concepts i think so it's yeah it's just a gradual process and as you focus on things that are making progress then other things will also just kind of slot themselves into place as you get there
0: yeah because it makes sense because you're you're pursuing that identity and it makes sense for that person that you want to be to do this certain thing yeah if you you know and uh, I think we talked about the whole making your bed thing when we, when we talked the other day, because that's a big trope is yeah. like, go make your bed. And I hated that for the longest time. Cause it's like, Oh, go make your bed. My life's not better. If my bed's not, I, I, I hate the you know,
1: idea, but I have been slightly considering. I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe well, for once I'll try it. Yeah. I mean, maybe like maybe the guy I want to be would do that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I hated it for a long time and I still, I don't want to say I hate it, but it it is way more about that. It starts your day on a good foot. It's the person, when you think of a person that makes their bed every morning, that's a disciplined person. Like that's one of the first things you think of. It's not, you know, what's a lazy person do in the morning? They just leave everything awry. They fucking, that's a good way to put it. A
1: disciplined person. Maybe, maybe that's a a, a yeah. way to describe what it is that, yeah, that like we're striving for, for
0: and uh, I think we're coming up on on the the tail end of this podcast, right? Yeah, we are. So i I want to go through the identities we're trying to build as a whole. Okay. So for me, I like I said at the beginning, I'm trying to be someone that's not dependent on things like on physical. Er, I don't I want to say physical things, but uh, stimulants or drugs of any type, including, you know, caffeine. I don't want to be fully dependent on caffeine. I don't want to have to have something to feel like me. I just want to be able to be me and then enjoy other things. Enjoy my cup of coffee in the morning instead of like absolutely needing it, which there is a, a, a dichotomy where I do need my coffee a little bit. But like now there's days I can go without my coffee, and I can go through the full day, and I still feel okay. I'm a little sluggish, and yeah. I don't like that. But if it's a slow day, and I'm not doing anything, if it's a weekend, and I'm relaxing and just like doing laundry, then then I don't need my coffee. I can have it if I'm going to enjoy it, but I don't want it to be something that I absolutely need. Specifically with nicotine, I don't want to have nicotine, which is why I have my cigars. It's something I want to enjoy, not for the nicotine, but for the experience. So that's one thing. I'm trying to be someone who, rather than needing things, enjoys things. That's my big one. And then I'm also trying to be a a cleaner person by doing small things like washing my coffee dishes while my eggs are cooking Yeah. or coming home and making sure my dishes are done for the next day or, you know, today I... I did like such a small thing, but it was a milestone of sorts where I cleaned out my fridge and I haven't done that in forever. And a big thing in the book. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. I know how your fridge looked.
0: Dude, I I hate to admit it. I pulled out two things of mayonnaise and two things of mustard that expired in 2021.
1: That is insane. It's insane.
0: That's exactly what it is. It's ridiculous.
1: I mean, that shows that you're growing up.
0: Yeah, so I got rid of the all of it. The fact that you I pulled got, it
1: out and saw a problem with it, that's, I, that's the I indicator. I saw the problem.
0: And not only that, you know, I'm trying to be one other thing is a healthier person. So instead of like taking the bus at school, I try to walk more and then... Along with clearing out my fridge, I went to the store and I got products to make eating healthier easier. So I like pre-boiled some eggs because I love egg salad and egg salad's pretty healthy. And I got some tuna packets and a little bit of mustard and mayo so I can make a tuna salad. And I got a couple healthy soups and I have, my, I have all my breakfasts planned out and I've started recording it. So I'm trying to be a healthier person. And then something I've been trying to do for a long time is, and I think I told you this a long time ago. I want to be someone that when I go out into the public, I always look decent and smell great.
1: Yeah, this, which the smell—the smelling thing great thing—is it really makes a big difference, honestly. Because when you stand behind, it a, does. Yeah, I want to be that guy. Also, I just don't, I don't know.
0: I can. I'll, I'll recommend you a couple subtle colognes. Okay. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. Actually, you like the Tom Ford, don't you? The, like that kind of leathery one I have. I think so. I'll let you try yeah, it next time. Yeah, but. I have, you know, I had a fixation on it for a while, but now I've got, I'm, I'm not fixated on it, but I still look for it. So if there's a scent I come across, I could be like, oh, that's something I want. And I don't have to have it now, but I, I'll have it at some point. I'll wait till it goes on sale and I'll get it. And that, that'll just be part of it. Cause a cologne can last you like a, a year or two. Yeah, They can last fucking forever. So those are the things I want to be someone that looks Always looks decent and always smells fantastic. I want to be a cleaner person. I want to be someone less dependent on uh, outside stimulants or drugs or or however you'd phrase that. And then I want to be a healthier person overall. And I want you, the audience, and Ben, to keep me accountable to these things.
1: I will do that, You know, uh, as you've been doing for me.
0: Yeah, so what are some of the... what, What are the identities as my book would put it, or the, the personas or the, the overarching goals that you're re- reaching towards that are affecting your, uh, your small habits?
1: I think the biggest one is really just having my mind be in the mindset of professionalism and being business savvy, and especially being in a corporate environment. And mm-hmm. that... I definitely also agree with, you know, always looking fantastic, you know, dressing super well, smelling good, being clean cut, presenting myself professionally. And so that's a big thing. And that kind of summarizes the dressing and, and, and stuff like that. And then as far as mindset goes, just being a more responsible and mature individual not only with my actions and behaviors and habits, but with the way that I internally process information and with the way that I internally think about things and what I do, just even on my own time in, in my free time, I want that to be time that I'm also optimizing myself for success. And so like
0: your pot smoking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so starting with something like that, it's about decreasing uh the or you know implementing constraints on the parameters within which i have to work with and in- ensuring that i don't have leeway in order to fail on that and if i do fail then acknowledging it and moving forward but keeping consistent going with the goals and something you had talked about was holding you know if you fail one day not failing a second day because that only ingrains that failure as a habit that's acceptable and mm-hmm. it gets harder every day you fail cuz like what you said by the end of, by the third or fourth day it's so much easier to just fail again cuz you've done it three or four days in a row versus if you would just stopped at the first day then you have that way to start as like a fresh slate again basically like you're starting over at that point so yes definitely with weed but mine you know so mindset just being a more and i consider all of this stuff just to be really part of being a more mature individual is is not mm-hmm. being dependent on things and being introspective like that and eating healthier and being a cleaner person who is well dressed and well presented and responsible with maintaining these uh, these various aspects of their lives And we both have pets too so it's like you know there's there's an element of responsibility there is like keeping their home clean making sure that they're good like and like rabbits are definitely high maintenance animals so that's you know it's something i want to be better at taking care of my pets too and Mm -hmm. so i just had luna my other rabbit i just had her spayed this past week and i'm gonna have chai fixed sometime soon as well so i have two rabbits down here now. So it's like, it's a lot more work that I'm going to have on me with just even having two down here in one place. So I need to be as responsible as possible. And and part of that is increasing my maturity level. And, and then, you know, some of the last things with that would be like eating healthier, definitely. And someone who is more fit, I don't want to be like a workout guy or anything, but I really just want to have, more upper body strength and be healthier and have a little more endurance. And I know part of that will come just from more exercise and also eating healthier. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm working on controlling my diet. And I went out this weekend to a a super expensive steakhouse on the top of a skyscraper. I had a fantastic experience. I mean, it's probably the best meal I've had in my entire life, honestly. And I I don't know how Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit, could have topped the meal that I had with you and, and Dom, mm-hmm. but the, they do. They did it again. Like they,
0: pretty fucking they fucking late. nailed
1: it, dude. <laughs> nailed it. Like I'm telling you, uh, it was what I was searching for. Like I was searching for yeah. something that could just be like my pimento cheeseburger from Lefties, like <laughs> something that was just a masterpiece of taste that tasted so good. Although let's be real, Fahrenheit is way fucking better. The tastes at Fahrenheit yeah. are like complex. It's a crafted it's meal. It's complex. Yeah. Like you have these things that are competing in flavor that are supposed to contrast each other and they just add this complexity to the dish that it's just genius. Yeah. Absolute genius. I miss,
0: I miss my honey salmon with my wasabi mashed potatoes. Is that what you got? Yeah, or soy glazed salmon with wasabi Dude, mashed let's potatoes. let next time you come down. <laughs> we'll and, see. Uh, I do we'll
1: want, see. It's I, possible, but like... What I was going to say, the reason I brought it up was meals like that inspire me a lot, but I want to try to use this past weekend, which was a great weekend, and I had a lot of fun hanging out with Adriana here in Charlotte. I I want to use things like that, like you know, when I'm hanging out with my friends. Those are the kind of things that I'm striving to do. So Mm -hmm. using them as a source of motivation... Being more pragmatic and frugal and r- mature and responsible and dedicated to ensuring that you have this consistency in all these other areas of your life so that you do have this ability to go out and enjoy a nice steakhouse every once in a while. It, I think yeah, that's it, the only way that it can really be done, I think, like at the beginning.
0: And it, it makes it trying to be, you know, whatever you call it, more disciplined or, or changing who you are, it makes the rewards so much better. Yeah. Like with your steakhouse thing, trying to be more frugal, like what's, you know, realistically, I've probably spent on certain months, on my down months, more money door dashing food than I did at Fahrenheit. And it's like, what's actually better? It's holding out and being more disciplined through that, you know, through that month and then having your steakhouse experience where it's like, everything's so good. Everything's you, you enjoy it. What's better having that nicotine high in the morning that makes you want to throw up for the rest of the day or having like a, a hard day where you're doing work and then you sit and you haven't had nicotine in a couple of days and you pull out a nice cigar and you take an hour and you enjoy your cigar. And it's like, it's not about the the hit of nicotine but it's it's about the experience and the enjoyment and i think you know being disciplined or 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 striving new things can help you resort back to your old habits in a healthy manner that makes it way better you know it's it's if you can be frugal for a long time and then you allow yourself to have that reward of getting a nice meal or getting a nice you know something you've been looking at for a while and it's that reward that's like It feels better. It feels better.
1: Yeah. That just makes um, me think of like how much Taco Bell have I bought? Yeah. I've probably bought, I bought a Fahrenheit dinner's worth of Taco Bell and or more. Yeah, at least. And there was never one of those Taco Bell meals that I took a bite of the meal and nearly burst into tears or busted out laughing because I was so incredibly amazed at how delicious it was. That never happened once. And it happened multiple times at Fahrenheit that night where I just took yeah, a and, bite and it was like the ratatouille moment where the flavor is just exploding in colors before your eyes. And you're like, holy shit, this is fucking good.
0: Yeah, that, and I mean,
1: you know, the Taco Bell food, it's like, yeah, this is tasty. This is good. But it's not an experience where you're like, okay, this is crafted amazingly. That was yeah, way more worth could, it. It was so much more fulfilling.
0: If you could press a button and get all that, you know return all that uh Taco Bell back just to get one more Fahrenheit meal you probably would oh yeah yeah so it's you know do and what we're doing isn't anything new you know i'm sure anyone who's looked into self help has heard most of this before but we're being raw you you people you fucking evil humans listening to this podcast we're being raw with you we're two 20 something year olds trying to figure our way through life yeah and uh we want to share that with you and we want you to see us grow and you know part of both of us uh both of our our growth is we want to grow and be better podcasters and better uh with uploading and and our patreon and getting video up and that and that's a a big part of who we're trying to become too so Because by being
1: responsible in all these areas, like it just carries over into every aspect of your life at the end of the day, you're able to be consistent.
0: And a lot of the things we said are trivial things that you've probably heard before, but hopefully, you know, unless you're, you're real deep in the rabbit hole of self-development, maybe we've been able to speak about it in a way where you don't have to think about growth as an outcome or a specific event that you have to achieve, but as, as something you never really finish. And it's not a a sad thing or something where you lose out on life, but something that makes life better. Yeah. And we want you to join us in our journey of being better people. We want you to become better people. And, uh, you know even if it is trivial do the small things 1% better a day 37 times better at the end of the year
1: yeah it's not an outcome it's it's like this actual process that you're going yeah. through
0: and, and there's learning and there's failing and like you said and, and i said um it's okay to fail but don't fail twice yep cuz you know if i you know relapsed or whatever you want to call it and vaped tomorrow i would be upset with myself but I'd probably be able to stop. But if I did it for four days, there's no chance on that fifth day, I'm going to give it up again. Yep. There's no chance. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, that was a good talk. It was, that was a good talk.
1: We always have good talks, man.
0: Yeah. You people out there, thanks for listening and be better people with us. Watch us become great. Watch us become gods. <laughs> Watch us become gods and revel and then do it yourself. We're the new Trumps. We're the <laughs> TDA
1: 2024.
0: <laughs> TDA 2024. We're going for presidency with JFK Jr., third party. We're his vice. He has two vice presidents. He's switching up the game. Keeping up with Q. JF- yeah. JFK Jr. is or JFK's grandson or something. (gasps) Keeping up with the Q (laughs) dash. Keeping up with the Q dashing. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Maybe with something fun, maybe with more insightful wisdom that we've been neglecting for all our lives.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We need need to do some uh, white Lotus.
0: Yeah. I need to watch it. I need to watch white Lotus part one. I got sucked in the Avatar airbending show.
1: The uh, live action? Yeah. What's that on? Netflix. I gotta check that out.
0: It's uh everyone annoys me in it but Mm. it's better than the movie. But like Aang Aang really like his voice gets on my nerves. That sucks. Yeah and what is it? Sokka I think that's the guy. Yeah, he looks stupid.
1: I'm gonna have to check it out just to see. I bet you it's sh- better than. It is a good show.
0: I almost cried at one point, which I I feel bad about. I've been oddly emotional lately. Maybe just it's the, the withdrawals. nicotine. Yeah, you're, just, you're <laughs> crying alone. <laughs> yeah, crying at eight in the morning because fucking the women in the water bending can fight now, <laughs> and I'm like, you go, girls, <laughs> you go. Uh, huh. All right. We will see you guys next week. Deuces. Deuces.